0: Hello, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart Heart Truth Ministries, and it is my pleasure to bring you this encouraging message for today. But before we jump in, yes, we're going to talk about his name. We're going to talk about what's in a name, but let's go ahead and bow before we get there. Most gracious Father, we come before you calling upon each and every name that you are. You told Moses to say, I am. And Lord, as we come in today we want to be empowered, enlightened, encouraged by your word. You said that your word will not return void, but it will accomplish everything that it was sent out to do. Send it now, God, to refresh and replenish us. Send it now to empower us as well as to push us forward into the things that you called us to. We stand ready for the encouragement. We stand ready to listen. It's in Jesus' wonderful name that we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Amen. Well, today we're starting a new series. It's called It's In The Name. It's In The Name. And I want to start, I forgot where I was going to begin with, because there's just so much that's here. We're going to start with the fact, first part, you better call him by his name. You better call him by his name and we might as well go to exodus then chapter number three and we are going to be and i forgot to the turn there um exodus chapter number three is when moses of course we know about the burning bush and we know about the fact that god reveals himself to moses he says don't step any closer take off your shoes for the place that you are standing is holy ground and I actually was there um Moses uh Exodus chapter number 3 verse 13 then Moses asked God if I go to the Israelites and say to them the God of your fathers has sent me to you and they ask me what is his name what should I tell them verse 14 God replied to Moses I am who I am that is what you are to say to the Israelites I am has sent me To you there is so much more that is here but we're gonna stop right there just for the reading today but we talk about a name what's in a name what is a name a name by definition is a word by which a thing is known addressed or referred to and that's what moses was saying who should i tell them sent me who can i refer you to it is a term used for identification by an external observer. Now, many of you know me by name, or you have heard me use my name. In the past, I typically would say Shanta because that was easier for others to recall. For some reason, I don't know why, but my mom named me Shantae. Spelled the same way, it's just whether or not you have an accent or a long A versus a short-sounding A. And recently, I, I mentioned to a group of women, my sorority sisters, that my name was really Shantae. And everybody was flabbergasted because they were like, We've been calling you that for 20 years. Yes. Some call me Dr. Haynes. Those that I had the opportunity, the privilege, I should say, of teaching, especially in the theology area, they call me Dr. Haynes. Or, some of my students, Dr. Shanta in youth ministry. So what does the name imply? Because it recognizes that there is something that you have to offer. All of what you have known me by in the past is summed up when you call my name. Sometimes when we call someone's name, it brings a smile to our face because we remember them fondly when I think of Madir. When I think of Jasmine, I'm remembering them fondly and there's an emotion that comes behind it. Some bring courage because you remember that they were your biggest cheerleaders. They were there to tell you you could do what you didn't think that you could. There's a lot that goes into a name so each person has a name and even as we look through the bible and i'm just going to be honest with you some of the names are very difficult to pronounce but they had meaning think about jacob his name meant surplanter or trickster god changed his name right and so in changing his name he changed his character he changed the outcome he changed what people thought of him when he walked in when um Hannah wanted to name her last child. um, I think it was Hannah. Name his child Benjamin, or not Benjamin, ben meaning son of my sorrow. Instead, his father named him Benjamin, son of my right hand. Why was that important? Because I didn't want to be known as the sorrowful one. I didn't want to be known as pain. I brought pain. That's all I'm going to bring is pain. No one wants that type of names. So sometimes we research names. We research names before we name our children. If we don't go back on history or we don't look back to our ancestors, we name them according to what what we want them to be in the future. We name businesses. We want to remember a name. We want the name to not only be memorable but we want it to have some distinction and we want it to exemplify our mission and our vision and what we are proposing, proposing to be are purporting to be. We want others to recognize us for who we are. So the name of my company is Heart to Heart Truth Ministries. Heart to heart because I believe that true learning is not head to head, but it's heart to heart. You don't want to know how much I know until you know how much I care. And my goal, my mission is to help you put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. Why is that important? Because just because I read the word doesn't mean I'm doing the word. And if my lips and my hips don't match up, then I won't have what it says I can have. If it doesn't go from my head to my heart, I won't walk it out. And I won't do the things that God called me to do. So implementation is important. The name of a company says a lot. Nike says, just do it. And it is a representation of all of this athleticism and us going out and conquering and doing, because Nikkei in the Greek is for conquering. It's in the name. We can look back at the book of Genesis, the beginning of all things. And I'm just gonna go through just a couple of them. In Genesis chapter number one, we know in the creation, God started naming things, right? He named the day and the night in uh, chapter number one, verse five, he identified the sky in verse eight. He called the earth and the seas in verse 10 and so on and so on, but then he turned around and he created man and created him in his image, male and female, we created them. That's what he said. But in Genesis chapter number two, verse 20, God then tells Abraham, I mean, I'm sorry, Adam, to name the animals. Now, he created all the animals. God is a creator. But he had Adam to name them. They were distinct. A giraffe is different from a turtle. A lion is different from a bear. A tiger is different from a cheetah. And so all of those things, that had to be a lie because as he paraded every single animal in front of him, think of all the bugs, think of all the insects, think of all the creatures, sea creatures, living creatures, land creatures, air, the birds. There's so many that he named, but we're gonna start in looking at it's in the name. It is in the name, uh, your character is in the name Your qualities are in the name. What you're going to do, your power uh, is in the name. There's a lot that is contained in the name, but let's start with the first one. That's God. We know God as Yahweh. Yes, we learned Yahweh from years ago and we identified Yahweh. And in many instances, I'm going to say this. God's name being Yahweh is his divine name by which God revealed himself to Moses in Exodus, the third chapter, the sixth chapter, the 15th chapter, and the 34th chapter. He also reveals himself as Yahweh to us. But in many instances, they did not pronounce his name because it was sacred, it was holy. It was Y-H-W-H, no vowels whatsoever, so you could not pronounce it. But then what happened is they substituted because it was so holy, and we did not want to speak the name irreverently, inappropriately. We didn't want to use the name in a way that it should not have been used. That scholars then switched it to Adonai and taking Adonai and taking y-h-w-h and they put the vowels within and then we got yahweh or jehovah is what we call him but we recognize god as creator there is a difference and sometimes it's um translated as lord capital l capital o r and d and that's i'm gonna use a distinction between the two today Because we can know God as creator. He created the entire universe, everything that is. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. God is the creative God. He is the one that called down fire from heaven. He is the one that separated the day from the night. He is the one that separated the waters from the dry ground. He did all of that, and that is miraculous in and of itself, beautiful in all of its ways. We call him by his name, and we call him God, yes. But part of that, in that word, when Moses said, who should I say sent me? He says, I am. (laughs) Tell him I am sent you. I am whatever you need me to be. I am, I am that. So let me just back up for a moment. Sometimes God in Hebrew is identified as Elohim. All right, he is God. Sometimes we call him Yahweh, Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. We also call him Lord, L-O-R-D, Adonai. We call him Lord God, Adonai, Yahweh. We call him Lord of hosts, Yahweh, Sabbath. Or we call him God Almighty, El Shaddai. So those are just the creative God. This is the God that we serve. He is all-encompassing. He is El Shaddai. He is my all in all. He is my everything. He is the the almighty God. He is the one that starts it all. He is the divine creator. He is the one that that was the engineer of everything. The pregenitor. He was and is that God. Hmm. He is God. When we see him as creator, we recognize that, We need him. And typically when Moses says or when he says to Moses that I am whatever you need me to be, basically, I am yesterday, today and tomorrow. I am the past, the present and the future. I am whatever you are desiring, whatever you need. We call him by that name. We say if I need peace, he is Jehovah Shalom. God, you are the God that is my peace. If I need you near, you are Jehovah Shammah. If I need you to fight my battles, you are my Jehovah Nisi. You will set a standard. You will set a banner before me. If I need you to heal me, you are my Jehovah Rapha. And I know I need Jehovah. I need God in every single one of those situations. So if you are in need today of anything, you need to call him by his name. Jehovah Rapha, I need you to heal me. You said that I'm healed from all my sicknesses and diseases because Jesus bore them all on the cross. And so I am already healed, past tense. That's what I need. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet, I need you. God, I need you to be so close that we're just like, I can feel your breath on me. God, breathe on me yet again. Jehovah Shama, I need you closer, just a little bit closer. I don't want anybody else to hear what I've got to say to you. I need you right here, right now. I need you to be Jehovah Jireh. I need you to provide because I'm in need, oh God. I need you to protect. Whatever you need him, say his name. You better call him by his name he'll know what you need when you're calling by his name you already identify what you're coming asking he says come boldly before my throne of grace and ask for what you need and ask for the help that you need in a time that you need it ask we call the name because we need him but we also call his name based on how we see him There are promises that are in the Bible and every single promise is available to every single believer. But you've got to see God that way. When I say see him, we want to see him in all of his glory. We want to see him without boxing him in. We want to see him without putting restraints on him. God, you can heal, but you heal my family and my friends, but you won't heal me. No, we don't want to box him in. If you can believe, everything is available to him that believes, Jesus said. So what did the father say? Help my unbelief. Help me to see you, God, the way you really are. Help me to call you by name and see you as that name. See you as my protector so that I Will not fear anything that is coming up against me. I will sit still, stand still, and see your salvation because you did it before. You fought the battles. You are the God that goes before, you are the one that stands behind. You're the one that's right on the side of me. God, you never leave me. David said, You are my shepherd, and I shall not want. That's what I'm in. If I'm in need of that, I'm calling you shepherd. All right, Lord you see the sparrow and you see me too and so I am asking you because I know that I know that I know the bible tells me this is the confidence that I have that if I if I ask him anything I know he hears me and if he hears me I have the petitions in which I have asked I'm calling you by name now I understand that if we don't believe that a person can't come through, we're not going to call their name. It's like, why waste my breath, right? But if I believe that he is going to show up and he's going to show out and he's going to do, and there's recognizing that there is power in the name, I'm going to call it. So Yahweh, he that's his divine name that we that God has revealed himself, not only to Moses, but also to us. But then I said that there is a distinction for me between god and lord why do i say that because the word lord is a little bit more personable that's right it means that i got relationship with you one i acknowledge you as lord in john the 20th chapter and the 28th verse thomas after jesus has been crucified and thomas doubting thomas as we call him he says to the other disciples i believe him when i can put my my hand in the nail prints in his hand and i can put i can see his feet and i can put my hand in his side i can see all of that that's going on i need to be able to touch him and when jesus shows up in the room he says my lord and my god there's a distinction. Not only are you my creator, but oh, I'm following you. I'm acknowledging what you have done. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, you died for my sins. You rose again for my justification. I thank you, Lord, that because of you, I can have relationship with the father is the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. And I recognize beyond the shadow of a doubt, I'm going to submit. That's the other part I'm going to acknowledge, but I'm also going to submit to you. Why do I say that? Because one of the saddest passages in the Bible is in Matthew, the seventh chapter in the 21st verse. When Jesus says, "Why call me Lord, Lord, and do not do the things that I say?" Do you? you don't have relationship? You are not following me. Lordship says that I am following. I am submitting. I am following what your teachings say. I am putting it into practice. I am implementing. I'm putting feet to my faith. I'm not just recognizing you as deity because He is that. I'm not just recognizing you as all powerful because He is that whether you acknowledge it or not. But when I say that you are Lord and I follow what you're telling me, I read the word, I ingest the word, and I walk out the word. I can have what the word says I can have. Why? Because I am following you. You are Lord of my life. (laughs) And there is no other. But I'm going to close this one today because we can run around Just in that knowing the power that's in the name of Jesus, the power that's in the name of knowing the God that we serve, the uh, identifying who he really is, all of that we can do. But let me just say this. Here's what I want you to do this week in order to experience all of the name of God. You better call him by name. If you're going to do that, number one, you need to get to know the names of God. The Bible contains several promises and you cannot stand on the promises of God and walk out the principles of God if you don't know what the promises are, if you don't know his name. If you don't know what you are entitled to, you won't walk in it, you won't receive it and you will be destitute without having it when you had it all along. So get to know the names of God. But number two, see God for who he is, who he has revealed himself to be without filter. That means without your past, without the disappointments, without other people's opinions, without allowing them to color and filter your vision of God. See him for who he is. Because the God that you see is the God that you get. Number three, lean into the power of relationship. When I am in relationship with God, I call him Lord. He hears me. I listen to him. I'm obedient to his word or what he says to me. I can sense the seasons that he is directing me in. I'll allow him to order my steps when I lean into it. the fact of the matter is this. Our prayer today is, God, let me see you so that I can call you by your right name. I can call you correctly. And I know when I call you, you hear. Let's bow. Lord, we call you Father. Abba. God, we come knowing that you're the Father of everything you created it all you're the one that started it you created us and as father we know that you are a protector that you are a provider that you're looking out for our best interest that you give good and perfect gifts and you see before we even get there you have the experience with us you created us before the foundation of the world you know what you have put on the inside god that's what you said to jeremiah and you say it to us too You search us and you know us. God, help us to call you by your right name. Help us to lift your name on high and praise you for everything that you have already done. You are the God of the past. You are the one that brought us out. You are the one that did it. You are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You're the God of Shantae and Jasmine and Aaron and Aaliyah. You're the God of what put your name in it. God, you are the God, my God. You are our God, you are our creator, but you're more than that. You are our yesterday's deliverer, but you are today's deliverer too. And you will be our deliverer in the future. You are the one that started it, but you're also the one that will finish it. You are the one that created in us a clean heart. You're the one that renews the right spirit. You're the one that refreshes our soul. You're the one that restores us to life. You're the one that allows us to recover. You're the one that helps us to bounce back. You're the one that gives us the buoyancy that we need to go to the next season. You're the one that talks to us and walks with us. You are that one, oh God. Thank you for who you are. Help me, help us see you. For all that you are. No filter. Help us to not box you in. If I need you to be Rafa, thank you. If I need you to be Adonai, thank you. If I need you to be Abba, thank you. If I need you to be El Shaddai, thank you. Elohim, thank you. El Elion, thank you. Thank you, oh God. Because every single one of your promises are available to us. We just need to call you by name and recognize and acknowledge the power in your name. Oh, God, your name is powerful. It breaks every yoke. It allows us to run for refuge. It is our strong tower. Thank you, oh God, for what you have done. Help us to see you as the one we can run to at any time of the day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You do not turn us away. Thank you, God, that we can walk in boldly and ask for what we need. Thank you, oh God, that you promise that you will hear us and you will give us what we need, not necessarily what we ask for, but if our desires line up with yours, God, it is available to us and you will withhold nothing that is good from us. Help us to see you as the giver of all life, all goodness, everything that we are to have, God, you have given. You are a generous God. You are a loving God. You are a right now God. You're an on-time God. You are a bridge builder. You are a breaker of bonds. God, you are the one that can destroy and build up. You are God. Help us to see you as you are. in that truth, God, help us to walk closely with you, help us to nurture our relationship with you, help us to acknowledge every single blessing that you have given, (laughs) and help us to trust and submit and obey. It's in the mighty, matchless name of Jesus, the name above every name, the one that at every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that he is Lord. We know that, God. We are already confessing it right now. We ask in the matchless, mighty, wonderful name of Jesus, we do pray. Because you told us to. And we give you thanks. Well, God bless each and every one of you today. I pray that you will take heed to that word. Get to know the names of God. Get to see him as he really is and then lean in. That's my prayer for you. God bless you. Have an absolutely fantastic rest of your week. Be encouraged and go in peace. I'm Dr. Shantae Haynes of the to Heart Truth Ministries. Again, hoping you put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. God bless you can find us online at shantahaynes.com that's c-h-o-n-t-a-h-a-y-n-e-s scom we are a division of Heart to Heart Truth Ministries and Heart to Heart Truth Foundation donations are welcome at shantahaynes.com backslash